from ABC7, this is Game Time with Coach McVay. The Rams are excited about the offensive possibilities with a healthy Cooper Cup alongside rookie Puka Nakua as they face the Arizona Cardinals at SoFi Stadium. Hi everyone, this is Kurt Sandoval with ABC7 Los Angeles. We're giving you more of Game Time with Coach McVay on this podcast. You'll also want to check out the video version of my one-on-one interview with Rams head coach Sean McVay Saturday nights at 11.45 Pacific on ABC7 Los Angeles and on your streaming channel. Welcome to Game Time with Coach McVay. Week six already. Here we You've go. You've led in all five games, but at two and three, what did you learn about this uh Eagles lost. I think, you know, loss. that's a really tough football team. They did a great job. Um, I think there's a lot of learning moments, whether we end up getting the result we want or not. But I think the key thing you said is we've led in all five of these games, and now how can we finish? How can we more consistently finish games? That was reflected against Seattle. That was reflected against Indianapolis. But got to be able to play a full four quarters, and, uh, and that's going to be the goal moving towards Arizona this week. Admittedly, uh, I know as journalists we're supposed to be unbiased. Van Jefferson was truly one of my favorite players here. Yeah. I really love that guy for all the off-the-field things. And I really admire the fact that you guys didn't have to make this move. Sure. You could have waited till the trade deadline. You could have just kept him for depth. But it seemed like it was important from an organizational standpoint to help him out in a contract year. Is that accurate? It was, you know, but I, and I think you want to be careful because you know this. Every situation has a you know a unique feel to it because you know do you say you make your football team better by losing Van Jefferson? No, it's hard to say that. Um, but when you sit down with the person, you understand what he's done for us. You know, just some of the things. Listening to it from from his you know perspective and vantage point. Um, you know, we felt like, hey, let's go ahead and see what are some of the interests out there. What were the opportunities? And it's also a credit to the depth that we have in that receiver yeah. room. But but yes, it's it's a real credit to what a special person he is. Wanted to be able to try to work with him in good faith. And um, and that was what resulted in, in him going to the Falcons. And it's bittersweet for me because I'm happy for Van. Sure. I'm really grateful for a lot of the good things that he did for us. I love the person just like you. Um and so it's it's always the tough part about you know being in some of these situations and circumstances. But he wanted to be able to you know play more, and you never know what could happen. Um, but based on where we're at receiver wise right now, probably wouldn't have been in the role that that yep. he envisioned for himself. And I understand that. And part of that reason is the emergence of Puka Nakua. Yeah, that first touchdown that he had, we have on video. Would you, I mean, it was incredible to me. You called the play. It was a great job, you know, and really it was, you know, Matthew wanted this play right here as a third down and 10. He does a great job winning on his release. Matthew does a good job of being able to keep Evans just on that hash and then to be able to save himself enough room. Perfect throw and catch. I love the fact that guys get excited, but when you see, I mean, this is the post player right here. I mean, it, you got to get this ball up and down, and Evans doesn't move much, but Matthew just kind of keeps him right on that hash. He does a great job against an excellent corner, being able to stack and win, and it was where it was, uh, you know, only those two could make that play, but this really, you know, this got, you know, this this really brought a lot of energy to the sidelines. Guys were excited. We were able to take the lead right here, and another great connection by Matthew and Puka. Speaking of guys getting excited, watch top right. Isaac Bruce in his gold jacket gets excited and steps out. Uh, I didn't, yep, there he is. There he is, yeah. You know He's what? stepping across the line that. there going, come on. That is awesome. <laughs> I wish I would have seen that before, but he, he still looks like he could uh, stack a DB and be able to win on a fade. He's smooth. Man, that guy was unbelievable. Hey, that was your first game with four, uh, 
your one, two, three, four with Cooper, Puka, uh, and two, two. And who am I missing? Um, well, it was Van. Van. Okay. <laughs> so, all that to say, are did you see things? I know it was just the first game back, but did you see things as the offensive mind of this team? open up the way you wanted to. I think it's hard to say that. I think it was great to get Cooper back out there. You know, Puka made some plays, as you just showed right there. But we weren't able to really get into the rhythm of the game. I thought they did a great job being able to control possession. There was only three possessions in the first half, and then you get three more in the second half. And then by the time you get your seventh and eighth, uh, you know, there's really not much time left in the game at all. And so they did a good job of shortening the game. They were excellent on third downs. That minimized some of our opportunities. But it made that margin for error that much smaller. But the way the game unfolded, I think it's hard to say that. It was great to get Cooper back, but – um, I don't think it was one of those games where you could really see, um, you know, the way that we want to operate as a whole offense to be able to have, you know, the run and pass combined. Well, that was the big thing is the ball con- control that they had. And, and even Raheem was telling us yesterday, you know, you got their, your defense got them in several long third and long, which is so hard to do it with really that is. team. That was kind of critical not to get them off the field at times. It was, and you give them credit, but you you work so hard to earn some of those third down and long opportunities, and whether it's the integrity of some of our rush plan, whether it's being able to tackle a great player in space, um, you know, be included in and tied in on all three levels. That's going to be a key and critical factor to playing good defense. It's really the same on offense, all 11 being on the same page, and um, there were some instances where when you play a great football team like that, uh, you got to go take it. You got to be able to make some of those, um, you know, opportunities, especially in those money downs, whether it's the third or the fourth downs. Uh, you got to be able to finish drives in the red area. We didn't get enough chances to get into the red area. I thought our defense kept it close because of forcing them to go two for six in the red zone. Yeah. Um, but but there's a lot of learning, and then that's an excellent football team, and I got a ton, ton of respect for them. Heck yeah, they're undefeated. The Niners are undefeated. You guys have played both. And in both those games, uh, not to yeah, rip off the scar. Going. Yeah, no, uh, it's, it was deja vu almost. Especially right before the half and penalties. How do you balance the fine line between a player being aggressive that you want and not committing a penalty? Well, I think it's it's all coaching, providing that clarity, and then them being able to just go play and play with a quieted mind, but be able to go shoot your shot. And so – you know, the big explosive they hit to A.J. Brown, you know, there's so many learning opportunities on that. And then when you're just trying to get him down, the horse collar tacks on something. We can learn from just, you know, even the penalty that that allowed them to be able to get the ball on the one-yard line yeah. and they make a decision. We're going to go ahead and, um, you know, run our patented sneak play to be able to punch it in as the half expires, exactly what Sam Fran did. Yep. Sam Fran, that you know, they had a little bit more time, but, you know, when you've got less than 40 seconds um you know we got to do a better job in those situations and i'm confident that we will moving forward but that was uh you know those were challenging things and that was a big momentum swing last question about the eagles matthew stafford i continue to believe from my eyes playing very very well this season is how much in the week is he part of the game plan saying what do we do this and on, on game day does he have input to say Hey, I see him audible all the time yeah. for the second play. Can you give us a little oh, bit yeah. of that? I mean, he's an extension of the coaches. So everything starts with uh, with your quarterback first and foremost, and especially when you have one that has the capacity that he does to be able to solve problems, understand how to utilize the tools that that we have and, and the players around him. And so he is, uh, you know, he's as important as anybody. And it always starts with him. Um, and he gives us the ability to do things that a lot of people wouldn't allow us to do otherwise just because of uh, the way his brain works um, and then obviously 
obviously just the ability that he has because of the work he puts in. We'll be right back. Now, more of Game Time with Coach McVay. Uh, okay, I lied. I said last thing. Mm-hmm. I want to show you the Akella Witherspoon. Yeah, this was a great play. You know, they're they're you know, and they're right in that. You know, this was a first down call right here. We've got a man coverage across the board. They try to just get a fade to one of their best players, and if you just play it out, he does a great job of of being able to kind of win on the initial releases. Sometimes how my exos works, where it gets a little pause, <laughs> but then he gets his vision back, and then excellent sideline awareness to be able to get that second foot in. This kept it to a one possession game, and I thought this was where we really had a chance to capitalize on some momentum. Great rush by Jonah Williams right there, but Akello has really come up big for us. We've had three turnovers on the year defensively. He's forced two of them with two interceptions, and then Jordan Fuller with the strip. That's a big point of emphasis that we'll make is continuing to take the ball away. Um, you know, want to be able to try to get some short fields if we can. But this was a outstanding play, and I think Akello's done a great job. And this is, you know, this is a great player in AJ Brown that he's matched up against yeah. right here, being able to win his one on one. And and after this, when you didn't convert, Ethan Evans comes on and just booms a punt yeah um it's not very often you see team take a, a punter in the draft this guy has a huge leg but it's just not booming it he's got it he seems to be working the edges better are you liking yeah it was like a great golf shot it landed right on the right. two yard line and then bounced out uh, you know a little bit further up the field but if he's able to have that kind of location i thought the protections you know been really good i think alex ward's done a nice job as a rookie long snapper as well but we like to see ethan evans when he's holding for extra points uh, a lot more than i like to see him uh, as a punter but if we do have to send him out there as a punter he's done a good job fair enough all right, we move on to Arizona, and you played Philly last week, and they've got a couple of guys that were on the Eagles. Yeah. Am I saying it? Nick Rayless? Yeah, I did Rallis, Rayless, Rayless. Whatever he is, he's a heck of a coach. Yeah. How much is there a similarity when you look at the schemes from what you just saw to what you're going to see this week? Not much, you know, because Sean decides the offense, you know, the defensive coordinator for Philly. They kept some principles, but um, Jonathan Gannon had his imprint on it. They've kept some of those things, but then they've done a great job of being able to have uh, the adaptability and the flexibility to their players in Arizona. And you see, I mean, there, there's some consistent carryover amongst defensive core philosophies, but I've been super impressed with uh, the way that they've played with with the uh, you know the different elements, the different situational awareness that these guys have, um, some of the problems that they present scheme-wise, personnel-wise, and it's a huge credit to those guys, coaches, and uh, you know Jonathan Gannon and, and Coach Rallis have done a great job. I'm just looking at numbers and where they rank, and statistically speaking, they seem to run the ball extremely well. Um, now, some of that is you're wondering, okay, they've been behind in more games than they've been apart. What are you seeing in terms of the way they run? Well, I see a commitment to it. You know, they've obviously got a quarterback that can create. Connor's always been a back that I've had tremendous respect for. Um, but I think, you know, they've done a really good job of mixing up personnel groupings, um, finding different ways to get you in defensive structures that they want to be able to attack. You know, you look at it, uh, a lot of the similarities to the way they did things in Cleveland under Kevin Stefanski. Drew Pensig comes over as the offensive coordinator. He was the quarterback coach in Cleveland, and you can really see his uh, his imprint all over this offense. And I think Dobbs has done a really good yeah. job. They've got really good playmakers, both at the receiver and the tight end position. And then, you know, Connor won't be up this week because, uh, because of the injury, but he's played really well. Joshua Dobbs was obviously a terrific running quarterback at Tennessee. 
And is he similar to Kyler Murray, or are they two different guys? Uh, you know, they're different. I think they're both athletic quarterbacks that make good decisions. They can create off schedule. Uh, but there's a little bit different style of play. And, and a lot of the different things that they were doing in Arizona under Coach Kingsbury's leadership, mm-hmm. um, you know, they were they were just a little bit, you know, different in terms of some of the core concepts and the different things that they're running, snap in and snap out. Uh, but Josh is, man, he's played really well. He's making good decisions. Yeah. Um, he's seeing the field well. And, I, and I've, I've been really, when you put the tape on, I, I don't get into all the numbers and different things like that, but when you flip the tape on, that tells the truth, and you can see a really good football team that uh, that does an excellent job of, of they play hard, they're sound, they're smart, um, and they've got guys in the right positions. Well, both Aaron Donald and uh, Raheem this week, yesterday, as we tape on a Friday, both Thursday, talked about the overwhelming importance of tackling. Yeah, They really felt like, on, we talked about it earlier, some of the third downs, that I would think would be with Dobbs athleticism a big point of emphasis again. Absolutely. It's a huge part and it's, you know, how do we have Russian coverage go together? How when things do go off schedule, which inevitably something will how do we pursue the football with the right shoulder leverage and understand um, the type of tackling plan that we want to have to be able to get people on the ground? And it's different for different players and the different types of ways that the snap can unfold, but that has been a huge point of emphasis. That will always be a huge point of emphasis for every single defense, and, and now we got to see it come to life on the tape. As we go into week six, you're always about one guy at a time, one game at a time, one game at a time. Um, Having said that, trading deadlines just around the corner, does does win or losing the next couple of weeks affect that at all? I don't necessarily know. You know, we've always kind of been an in-the-moment type of deal, even with those situations. If they arise, um, you know, what I'm worried about is seeing if we can put together a complete game against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, there'll be a lot of chatter. Um, you know, I know uh, Les and Tony, they do a great job of getting involved, and if it's something that benefits our football team that we have the availability to pursue, that's something that, you know, you'd always consider, but uh, right now, my sole focus and concentration is on the Cardinals as you know yeah and Sean that's the thing is is I love there was a point after the game where you kind of pounded the desk and you said I'm tired of of making justifications we're this close it was reiterated not just by you but a lot of players a lot of coaches all week how do you get from you say you're all the time you know Action speaks louder than words. Yeah. How do you get that this week? Put the work in. You know, I mean, the only way to solve problems is you put the work in. And, yep. you know, and we believe in a growth mindset in this organization and on this team. And work works. And, hey, let's let's identify the problems. Let's find the solutions. And let's apply those things, all right, so that we can get a more consistent product. Now, the enemy has a say, but um, I do have confidence in the players and the coaches that we're capable of putting together some of the good moments or good quarters or good halves that we've put together in the first five games but it's about all four it's about being able to finish games and I think that's going to be a key focus and concentration for us moving throughout the rest of the season and um, you know we want to be able to apply different things throughout our weekly rhythm to try to emphasize that and then ultimately we got to have it come to life on the tape because as you know I see better than I hear yeah (laughs) telling my kids that Sean all the time Uh, last thing is is Cooper Cup you're obviously a significantly better team when he's healthy. And I, I loved, love what Mike LaFleur said. He goes, you know, when I came in and I saw Cooper Cup at training camp, he's like, yeah, this guy does it. He goes, but I could still tell he wasn't quite healthy. He goes, yeah. when he came back to practice last Wednesday, he's like, that's Cooper Cup. Yeah. Now, here we are this week. Is Cooper Cup the healthy 
from what your your eyes can see? Yeah, he's looked really good. You know, and, and I think there's a there's a demeanor at which you carry yourself that communicates. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like myself. I mm. thought that's. Um, exactly what Mike was probably articulating last week, you know, throughout his weekly rhythm, thought that came to life, especially right away. You know, he made, he's a big factor on that first scoring drive that we ended up having on the uh, 14 play opening touchdown drive. And, um, and he's really picked up where he left off in that game with a good week of practice. I think like anything else, repetition uh, is the mother of learning. The more reps that he can get, the more comfortable, the more acclimated his body gets to being able to take on the physical tolls that a season entails uh, on these guys' bodies. But uh, we're sure glad to have him back and feeling like himself. Sure glad to have you every week. Hey, Appreciate it. Bro. Always enjoy it. You can watch Rams head coach Sean McVay describe the plays as they happen on Game Time with Coach McVay as it airs Saturday nights at 11.45 Pacific on ABC7 Los Angeles and on your streaming channel.